people who get an apprenticeship now versus like years ago, that's where the difference is. I don't know if it's different between the US or Europe, but I think it's just people in general, you know. Mm. Maybe kids nowadays are a little bit more privileged, yeah. you know, and they feel like they know what they do and that as soon as a client says like, oh, I love the tattoo, they're like, ah, I don't need to be an apprentice anymore. <laughs> I got this, you yeah. know, so maybe that's... Right, Cam? <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen to you? I still hate all of my tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on today's episode of Unemployable Podcast. Today we have Lainey B with us. Thank you That's for joining right. us. Thanks for having me. Super excited to have you on. How's, how's your week going? <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment where like Cam like got the intro down and then there's you. like yeah. the pause and he's like, now what? <laughs> you know? I never know if you have input. Oh, how was my weekend? Thanks for asking, Cam. <laughs> it was good. We just got back from the convention that you didn't go to. What did you think Jealous. when you saw us out there having so much fun without you? Must be nice. What are you looking at the board for? I was like, I was like <laughs> must be nice because New York sucked. <laughs> you thought New York sucked? It didn't suck, but it was mid. Yeah. It was like, eh. It wasn't bad, you, but it wasn't good. You did Empire and Golden State. Uh, no, no, I uh, didn't go to Empire. Okay. It got canceled on the last minute. So, What do you think time. of Golden State? Uh, it was fun seeing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I really un enjoyed seeing the artists. Uh, not that much of a crowd, I, I guess. So, But I yeah. feel like that's a thing that we've had the whole year. Yeah, I feel yeah. like conventions are moving more into like appointment kind of base. Yeah, exactly. I think there was less of a crowd at Golden State than New York. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Cause I, I might be wrong because our booth wasn't like... They kind of did, like, a, a small room that was maybe, like, one level of New York size, which everyone was calling the dark room because it didn't really have yes. that much light. It was dark. And then there was a bigger room that was a, a the light room. Yeah, I was in the main dark room. room. You were in the dark yes, room? Yes, I was in the dark room. <laughs> I kind of wanted to be in the dark room. I felt right at home, so yeah. it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was kind of more peaceful in the dark. It room. was. Were you yeah. in the dark room? No, I was in the light room. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next year. When I was <laughs> flustered, I would run to the dark room. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Adrian were in the dark room on the third floor at the yeah, convention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just one level. Okay, that's cool. That uh, place right. foot traffic so much better that way. Yeah. 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 But I, I couldn't... I mean, it seemed like maybe Saturday there was like some people, but everyone was kind of saying like, oh, this is kind of how the convention is. It's... More relaxed. I don't know, because I, the only time I went there before was just after COVID. Okay. Uh, and then we only visited, so we didn't, I didn't do the show. And it was really quiet mm -hmm. then. But, you Makes know, sense. like, there were also no international artists, yeah. maybe, yeah. like, one or two. Uh, and this time, I feel, you know, that was restored. But right. I don't know, like, it was... I would like to have show, shows have more people there, you know, yeah, and I think yeah. the appointment only, of course, I'm doing it myself, but. Mm. Uh, I don't think they're doing as much promoting to, like, the normal people. It's like, they're yeah. just, like, showing everything to the, t the tattoo artists and expecting them to do all the footwork to get people in there. Maybe. And I don't think conventions are doing enough to get them in there. I feel that's, for me, it's a little hard to see if they do it or not because exactly. i'm not in the location yeah. so i wouldn't see if they have local stuff right. that or like we're in the industry already so we're like yeah. bound to see it no matter yeah. what 
you're going to see it either way through other artists as mm -hmm. well. And I think that Golden State still has that hype that, you know, the the quality of artists is really, yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. But I think that, yeah, it would be nice to, like, maybe change them up a little bit more. Like, it's it feels like a lot of the shows have the same concept, you know, like the same sexy dancers and suspension yeah. <laughs> and you know like it would be nice if it would have a little bit more of an art side to mm -hmm. it or something new that people that attracts other people than just people who get tattooed maybe yeah we had a uh, stefano on i don't know a couple of weeks ago the week before the pot or the convention yeah and uh like he he was always saying like number one thing is get the best artists, yeah. you know, which I think yeah. they, they do, like you said, they have, you know, yeah. that reputation. There were amazing artists there. Like even watching the tattoos um, that were like being entered or just yeah, amazing around, you know, was cool. A lot yeah. of people are showing up doing like collabs and yeah, essentially giving up their whole weekend to just try to create something new. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the foot traffic, was low, especially in comparison to other conventions, conventions yeah. or like venues we've seen. And I like it. Yeah. But but I get it because it's like maybe like everyone at these shows is just booked. So like no one can exactly. get tattooed. Exactly. Well, yeah. that was one of the things that uh, Gods of Ink, for example, uh, tried to do. Like Mickey told everybody, like, it's not about the three days already booked appointments you know it's also about you getting there and being open to at least to somebody yeah you know i think that's part of the convention like interacting with people yeah. that's what you're going there for yeah, like exactly. you can be booked out and tattoo at home you but know is it that a little bit i find it always funny that when we do conventions and there's so many artists who are like a little anti-social you know they're like oh, i don't you know really <laughs> want to talk to people, people. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they like sit in a corner back facing facing yeah. the mm -hmm. crowd you know and it's like yeah i get it yeah. we all feel like that sometimes you know but at the same time people do get there as well to you know mm -hmm. talk to you and and you know i don't want to be headphones on in a corner and was, that's like, probably like main reason we go to convention is to meet people make connections and like interact with the what's going on you know yeah yeah and even seeing like some people in the crowd um they'll be like oh i didn't want to bother you or something right True. and yeah. i'm like no like you should bother yeah. everyone here <laughs> that's yes. what we're here that's, for yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and many people will thank you for that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh you know i was like people are showing up here to like to be part of hopefully yeah. i know yeah. it's not it's not always true but yeah. i encourage all the uh, visitors to bother everyone. Yeah, you know? well, maybe bother to a certain extent, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. don't hover over a tattoo or something. Yeah. That's right. maybe... <laughs> but, like, go say hi. Oh, like, for sure. You know, stand yeah. behind the table yeah. and, and wave. Sure. Yeah, they think, yeah. like, a wave yeah. is, like, interrupting yeah. everything yeah. you've yeah. done. Have a little conversation <laughs> yeah. or, you know, that's why I always bring Robert because he's always talking to people and, you know, yeah. asking them. But some conventions we noticed, because, like, this year we've been doing uh, a lot of uh, U.S. conventions, um, and it's it's been different than the Europeans as well. Yeah, because over here we noticed that he will be like at the front of the table and trying to talk to people, and he's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" People are like, and then just walk off. Yeah. And we're like, 
Well, we're not trying to sell you anything yeah, or right. something, you know, we're just trying to have a conversation. So it's been, yeah, getting and used you to th- In Europe, maybe people are more open to just kind of talk and hang out? I don't know. Maybe it's our enthusiasm or something that's like different from here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, so, uh, but it's definitely, yeah, not every convention. I feel like Philly was a little difficult. Uh, what was difficult about Philly? The people. There's a lot of people. There was a lot, a lot of, people. of people, uh, but um, I don't know, a little uh, different crowd, I guess. It's I don't know if n- I can say that. Yeah. But it's all those Northern Americans. I don't know. Like it was, it was strange because I had, you know, I do full color realism, and uh, I had a lot of people with uh, dark skin walk up to the booth, and they're like, "Yeah, I want this. Can you do it exactly the bright colors?" And I'm like. You know, it doesn't really work like that on your yeah. skin uh, because, you know, it's a dark tone and we're tattooing in the second layer of skin. So the right. first layer is going to cover it. And they're like, oh, you're so racist. I'm like, no. Really? Really? Okay. Biology, yeah. you know, like right. that's not. So and uh, versus Atlanta, uh, they were like super nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, oh, thank you so much for telling me. That's so cool. Okay, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Nobody explains it to us. Right. And it's like a totally different yeah. vibe to it. So I don't know huh. if it's like cities. Those or fucking Philly people, bro. Yeah, they're <laughs> savages. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that area, not like Philly, but that Northeast, that's where I'm from. Yeah. They're just mean people. Yeah. But I love mean people. Uh, me though. too. I love me them. Too. I have yeah. this one client, and she's from New York. And. Her accent, she sounds like an Italian mobster. Oh, yeah. You know, like New York Italian mobster. And she's like, fuck this. Like, she's like super direct. Right. Which I love because I'm pretty direct myself, you know. So no, no, no. How do you call that? Silk gloves or, you know, stuff like that. Right, beat around the bush, waste of time. Don't do that. Sugar coating. Yeah, no sugar coating, which I love. And then I noticed that. That's really in in the U.S. that we've been noticing a lot since moving here is that uh, the cities or the the states are really like countries in in Europe, you know, like they have their own ways, their own, you know, accents and still the same language, but different. Mm -hmm. It'll like take me a second, like if I go back up to New York or New Jersey or parts of Pennsylvania Cause like being down here, it's like one way, and then like I'll go up there, like I'll be in New York, I'll bump into someone, I'll be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, and exactly. I'm like, <laughs> "I'm home." Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. "Fuck you!" you, fucking, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Wait until I get America. in my car. You know, yeah. you need to hear some words, bro. When they haven't seen him coming to America, and we wake up, he goes, "Good morning," and he's like. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you too! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's how we feel. <laughs> Especially when there's, like, for example, in Vegas, they have uh, something that I've never experienced before is that when you walk past each other, they're like, oh, sorry. What? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you didn't bump into me. Yeah, you should be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my like, bubble. Why are you saying sorry? They're like, well, no, I just passed you. I'm like, yeah, so that's your space. You know, don't say sorry. You're right? on your way to where you got to yeah. go. I'm on this and this are my space. Exactly. <laughs> Stay out of it, please. And so, no, like, not even touching. Not even walk. touching. Oh, sorry. But they're like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, why? What happened? I would have been like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But <laughs> now walking. I've been, like, doing it myself. But it annoys <laughs> The shit out of me because oh, I'll be walking man. past him and I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, 
I didn't even touch you. <laughs> <laughs> I blame COVID. Everyone's used to being six yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you're in my bubble. You're in my bubble, huh. yeah. Maybe that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Disney's too nice. Everyone's all like everyone's all like nice and apologetic there. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I just yeah. want to tell everyone Stop there it. to get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. And, shit. <laughs> and they're like, sorry. Yeah. What's worse? Because I'm guilty of something very similar. Every time the waitress or waiter comes to my table and does anything, I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like the thank p- you. Putting all the food there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, yeah. you got to stop doing this shit. <laughs> I, yeah, see, so those kind of things we don't have, you Over know, there? in the Netherlands. It's ah. like. Manners. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe if they give you food, of course, thank you. But not like every time. walking past each other or every time. Or uh, it feels like everybody's kind of walking on eggshells sometimes. Yeah, you know. But on the other side, it's really nice because people give way more, uh, uh, way more compliments over here. We don't really do that. You right. know, like for us, when you give somebody a compliment, they're like, hmm. What's what your do you other want? agenda? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you want from me? Like, so that's what I like. Yeah. But there's a side to it. Yeah. Sorry, I guess. What was it like growing up in the Netherlands? Uh, you, like maybe compared to the US? Yeah, like compared to here. I think that uh, I don't want to go too political or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Uh, back in the day, the Netherlands was super liberal, right? right? Uh, we had porn on TV by 9 p.m. Nobody cared. Uh, you could do weed, mushrooms, everything you want. Uh, no there laws. was a lot of parties, yeah. So I felt like it was a very good space to grow up and not have to deal with everything, everybody being so offended. And, you know, I guess that's gotten worse over here as well. Right. But I do feel like the U.S. is getting more open about certain stuff that it wasn't before. And I think in the Netherlands, it's now changing to the other side, Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is one of the reasons that we moved here. Because it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. You know, like, why are we going backwards yeah. this time? Um, so, I, I, yeah, I kind of liked it. I, I think that uh, the way that I, that I grew up, we, I grew up on a bee farm. My family has a bee farm. Mm-hmm. And we had our own place, our own ground, and it was really nice growing up there. You know, we it was like a, this fun bubble, and you know, was safe it more space. of like small town quiet? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah. then a lot of your family are artists, right? Uh, yeah, or like an artistic it, in an artistic way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom uh, works uh, with flowers. She makes the most beautiful dishes with flowers, right. and and. Grows them. My brother is a, a landscaper. Uh, my father is a beekeeper, but he also draws amazing, like realistic trees and stuff like that. So yeah. Well, so then, where did the flower tattoos come from? I have no idea. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting it's how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally rebel. Right. Family, yes. <laughs> totally different direction. Yeah. Are we just gonna skip over that her dad's a beekeeper? Yeah, beekeeper. That's okay. Okay. Ask away, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see him in action? Where did he yeah. have said bees? Uh, well, my my, uh, we have uh, about a hundred hives, so a lot of bees, a couple Damn. of million. Uh, and my brother and his wife are gonna take off over uh, the business. She's a beekeeper uh, as well, 
And growing up, of course, I had my own little beehive with my dad, and I did that, you know. Um, got stung a million times, of yeah. course. So that was fun. Are you um, immune now? If one were to sting you, would you be fine? Doesn't even fine. penetrate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been stung for a very long time, though, but I do think that getting stung by a bee or a wasp or whatever is more like the initial shock than anything else. You know, it doesn't hurt that bad. So. Right. Uh, and after a while, when you get stung a lot, you get a pretty much immune for them. So, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We don't have many bees over here, or beehives. We got wasps. Wasps. That's, yeah. that's, they can be, that's what got me. Yes, they can be very annoying, but very useful as well. Not when they're stinging you in the head multiple times. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I, went to, I went into my uh, little cousin's playhouse because she yeah. wanted me to go inside. So as soon as I stood up, almost to make a joke like I can't fit in here, I hit a hive. Uh, yeah, they don't <laughs> like that. No, no, no. Oh. I found that out real quick. <laughs> the worst part, I think, I worse apologize. than the stings. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Was pulling out the stingers. My mom and yeah. like my aunts were just taking it. Because I got stung, I think, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was. So he probably already stung a couple of times then. Because usually wasps don't lose their they lost their shit. I don't know if I woke them up or. Yeah, <laughs> like I took that off. shit. <laughs> it was a breaking and entering. They were just protecting their property. I guess. I think that uh, uh, yeah, growing up between the bees was very very cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're like super intelligent little creatures, and they's, they've been here for millions of years. You know, right. so they have figured some stuff out. Yeah. Like how to sting Danny in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't come into my house. <laughs> so then you just you guys just moved to Vegas. Yes, we did. Right. And was it Netherlands to Vegas? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was an interesting move. This year. This year. Right. Uh took us about half a year to get settled in. Um yeah, we, we haven't been in the house a lot since we've been right. traveling a lot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was interesting to move to an, a different continent. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't easy. And then, obviously, you started tattooing in the Netherlands, right? Yes, I did. So, one, how was that? And have you noticed some differences about your, like, apprenticeship or upbringing compared to what you've heard or seen in the U.S.? Mm, I think that, you know, when... With apprenticeships and stuff like that, um, mine was very interesting. So you, you know? did an apprenticeship? Uh, yeah, but super short. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> super short. Yeah, I actually started the studio with my teacher, yeah. uh, and I just started tattooing. Like I did a couple of tattoos, and one day I came to the studio and he just disappeared. Wow. Yeah. So and then the like, Your training is complete. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> whatever. Like well, he told me that. Um, <clears throat> He found it difficult because I was very social and he wasn't, and uh, my apprenticeship was going too fast, so he was afraid that I was going to take his clients. Huh. And I was like, no, nah, we'll be fine. Wait, you know? so did he leave and then later explain this to you? No, he told me up front oh, okay. uh, that that's what he was fearing, and I was like, no, you've been tattooing for nine, nine or ten years, so yeah. not going to happen. Uh, and then, yeah, short after that, he just up and left. Okay. And, but the, the lease was in my name. Mm. So I had two choices, either to go for it and see what happened or to, like, <clears throat> stop the studio and have, like, a five-year depth on my name. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I went for it. 
and kind of turned out okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I had like a two and a half year waiting list after a half a year. So that nice. went really good. Was that like a lot of pressure at the time? Way too much. Yeah. yeah. Way too much. Yeah. I would never recommend anybody having that long of a wait list. That's yeah. ridiculous, you know. So I didn't like book for like two years and then it was back to normal. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was difficult. But I think that I don't know if it's a lot different. I do think that from uh People who get an apprenticeship now versus like years ago, that's where the difference is. I don't know if it's different between the US or Europe, but I think it's just people in general, you know. Maybe kids nowadays are a little bit more privileged, yeah. you know, and they feel like they know what they do and that as soon as a client says like, oh, I love the tattoo, they're like, ah. I don't need to be an apprentice anymore. Yeah. I got this, you yeah. know. So maybe that's right, so Cam. <laughs> Did that happen to you? No, 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 no. I still hate all my tattoos. Yeah, well, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think that that yeah, uh, uh, I think that's the point that changed. You know, I I heard you talk with uh, Pony about that as well, like paid apprenticeships and yeah. stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like you need to work for it. Yeah, earn that shit. Earn that shit, mm -hmm. you know? It, and that's coming soon, at least yeah. in the U.S. Like, I think people a lot of are going to open, tired. no, people are going to open, uh, like, academies and schools. Yeah, that's what's happening. And it, it's, it's coming. Yeah, like we it's have not gonna stop. already, yeah. and they suck, so don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I, if I if I had to guess, I think it's going to be more. I don't think traditional apprenticeships will disappear. Mm -hmm. I think it'll just kind of become like rotary coil. Like yeah. they'll both be around. There's two different options. Yeah. You know, whatever you prefer. You know what? I feel like let's put it like this. I think maybe a, a school like that isn't bad, but then you should pay for it as well. You know, so. Yeah. Either way, how you're going to learn, either you're going to work for your apprenticeship or you're going to pay for it, that's fine. But I think that there's a lot of people, they expect you to teach them for free and they're, like, offended if you say no. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that blows my mind the most. They're like, oh, wait, what? Have you had an apprentice? Yes. When uh, was the last time you had one? Not too long ago. Not too long ago? Yeah, oh, not nice. too long ago. That being said, I'm not doing apprenticeships anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I learned my yeah. lesson. Yeah. We're going to take a break over here as well, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, after Cam and Logan. You're done with it. Yeah. No, <laughs> no I, it's really just about not, like, having time. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if everyone realizes that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, so the you know, I think Cam, Logan, and a Adrian – do realize that. I mean, like, new yeah. people. Yeah, like, yeah. it is so much time. Yeah. And if if you don't have the time, I think it's irresponsible yeah. to take someone on. True. Right? Yeah, that's how I feel as well. Like, I travel a lot now, so it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, yeah, a lot of people underestimate how much time it actually costs. Right. You know, like, not only the time, but also state of mind for yourself. And, yeah. you know... Uh, especially when you have people who don't, who do want to learn but don't want to listen or don't right. like to critique or, you know, like struggle with that kind of stuff. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because even when you're, like, about it, it's difficult. Yeah. So then if there's, like, certain aspects of it that you're not into or you can't take, it just makes it even yeah. more difficult, yeah. more hard. Um, are, so you, where are you working out of in Vegas? Uh, I'm currently at 7 with uh, Daniel Rocha. Nice. Yeah. And nice but you there. haven't been there that much because you've been yeah. traveling? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, so I have three spots, at the four spots, my own studio, uh, Custom Cult in the Netherlands. And then in the U.S., I have uh, Black Hat Tattoo with Richie Lucero in, uh, uh, in Hon- Honolulu, Hawaii. And I have uh, a Savage Sun with Nolan Wheeler in Austin, Texas. Nice. And then uh, Seven. And Seven is like the main spot. Right. But... I haven't been there a lot. To be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would like to be there more next year. You yeah. said this year you did like twenty-seven or thirty pl- planes. Yeah, we are uh, twenty-three right now. Twenty-three, so okay. Twenty-four, and and I guess this is the last, the last for the year. Yeah, so get to rest to a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check out that storage unit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe sleep there a couple yeah. nights. You know, like feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to not. Tr- not traveling, yeah. What were some of the highlights uh, trip-wise? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, I always enjoy the guest spots a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, Richie is a very good friend. I love I love his spot. Uh, um, Gods of Ink. Right. Mm-hmm. Convention, I think that was the hi- uh, highlight so far. Right. Uh, yeah. And tell me a little about the Gods of Ink. Had you been before? Uh, no, this was the first time. Nice. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, happy about that. Uh, I did uh, the the organization. So Mickey Violetto did the London yeah. uh, uh, show, which I think is the most prestigious in the world I uh, think when it right. comes to yeah. the conventions. Um, I did talk to him twice about joining that show, but then the first one, we had a mix-up with me being in a booth that wasn't my sponsor, and, like, we couldn't do that. Uh, Wait, and what do you mean? So I was going to to Mike DeFries. Yeah. Uh, but he was with Bishop, and I'm sponsored by FK, and that was, like... Mm. Oh, they were weird about that? Yeah, there was, like, a... Uh, yeah, that was a little thing. So, huh. uh... Okay. I was bummed out. But there was, like, yeah, a... So, it ended up... <laughs> Mike uh, told me, like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that you were with FK. Yeah. So, because I was going to tattoo him with the FK machine, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure like out... Okay, yeah. Mode, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, That's, well, like, graffitiing over someone else's territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was the bishop machine. Yeah, I'm gonna screw over my sponsor. So yeah, yeah. you know. See, I was thinking like you had your booth, Mike had his booth, and it's, I was like, who cares? Oh no, no, no! I was but gonna it be in, in his the booth. booth. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. yeah, so that didn't work out. Yeah, uh, and then the second time, uh, COVID hit. Yeah. So and then he announced that he wasn't doing the show anymore. So I almost cried. I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> there goes that. Yeah. And then uh, Gods of Ink, uh, um, he, yeah, he came out with Gods of Ink, and I was like, yes, that's it. Right. So I ended up joining FK Irons. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was amazing. I uh, I won third place uh, best color. 
and okay. uh, with a tattoo that I did on my brother. Nice. So awesome. that was even even better because we he joined me to the first convention I ever did. Yeah. And now to the best. Fuck you yeah. know, so I was like, yeah, that was a beautiful moment. And I really did not expect anything over there because my brother was like, yeah, we're going to win something. And yeah. I'm like, no, right. no bro, <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we are. So it was that was a really nice thing. And I think that, you know, yeah, beats every other award or thing that I won or did or. You know, because it was so meaningful to do it with him. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I, that's where we first met. Was at an FK party, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm In sure Miami. Bishop will love me saying that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that was nice. that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so the you trickiness. What's that? <laughs> it's so tricky. <laughs> no, I went for the drinks. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> so the. Uh, um, you have a bunch of sponsorships, but let's mm-hmm. talk about FK for a little mm-hmm. bit. Is that a new sponsorship, or you've participated with them for a while? Uh, for a while. Uh, I don't know since when, but it's been years already. Uh, was it Milano? 2017 or something? Yeah. So, um, which was a surprise, because I didn't even know that they knew that I existed. <laughs> so... And then Gaston walked up to me and he's like, we need to talk during the break. I'm like, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Were you using an <laughs> FK yeah, we already? Huh? We're at that time, were you already using an FK? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I was using the Zion. Nice. And they asked me to be in a pro team. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I've always loved their machines, so I'm, I'm really happy with that. What does it look like if you're someone on their pro team? Um, well, you know what, with any sponsor, I think that, so at conventions, for example, I got asked like every time a million times, like, ah, what do I do? And a lot of people think that a sponsorship is just free stuff and that's it. Right. Oh, like, what do I do to get sponsored? sponsored, Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm always like, yeah, don't approach it like that because I feel like a sponsorship goes both ways, you know? Yeah. Uh, When... Uh, when you have promoted them for a while and used their stuff and bought their stuff, yeah. then a promotion, uh, a pro team, uh, uh, yeah, comes up. You know, not just like, oh, I want free stuff. Yeah, how can I get it? Um, that kind of vibe. Because I think that the amount of, let's say, when it comes down to money. I feel like I still invest just as much as they do in me. Um, You know, of course, I get the free machines and I get them before anybody else gets them. So that's really nice. And you get to, like, test them and talk to the team. And uh, when you have ideas, you can discuss it with them. Um, And you do, like, photo shoots, parties, you know, like, promotional stuff as well, conventions. Mm Uh, but people do forget that, you know, like, editing clips for your sponsor uh, takes time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, traveling to conventions, you know, flights, hotels, that kind of stuff, it, it still costs a lot. So I think it should be, like, a win-win for both sides, yeah. you know, with each sponsor. It's not just like, ah, let me get that free stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think most of the time the artist does more than the, the company. Yeah. Not all the time. 
Yeah, uh, I think if you're happy with your company, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. But no, and I think I think that's good. Yeah, and I think usually that is a re- that's the result because the artist enjoys the product. Yeah. So they're going to do that anyway. Exactly. You know, and you know, it's it, you know, obviously with someone like you, you know, you you're this awesome person. You do this great artwork. People look up to you. They see you using this machine. They're gonna buy it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> it's what it is, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not Cam. They might see him use a machine and get the opposite oh, okay. one. Can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that I think that's great. And uh, the the FK party was interesting. Um, and everyone always makes fun of me because I, of course, use all the companies on the other coast. And mm-hmm. there's so many companies like right here. It'd just be so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. It's just how it worked out. But checking out that party. I was like, oh, this is interest. It's kind of different. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like, like, they flew that. people in. They did yes. this kind of Q&A. Yeah, and, they did everything for um, us. Yeah. I would like to see people build on that idea. Yeah. I think for it being the first one, it went great. Obviously, there's a lot of things they can improve yeah. upon and, they and did do it. it before, I think. Really? They I said it was their first one. Uh, the party, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but like the innovation day slash week, uh, yeah. they've done that a couple of times. Interesting. But the party where like all the local uh, Miami artists gotcha. got invited and uh, oh, us sitting in front of the audience was interesting. Yeah. It, that was, uh, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. You know, I just... Yeah, it's always a little bit difficult, of course. Right, for people like, that weren't there. I mean, it, there was a panel, essentially. Yeah. A bunch of different their pro team members yeah. uh, came in, and you guys, I guess, did, like, uh, question and answer Q&A yeah. type stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you know you were going to do that? Uh, I did, but I didn't know there was going to be that many people. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't say something oh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little... Uh, 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 stressful at the moment, I guess, yeah. but it was fun. It was definitely fun meeting everybody and meeting you guys, and yeah, yeah that was nice. It was interesting for me to like see the different personalities, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that was uh, attractive for like anyone going. It's yeah. like okay, you know, maybe I've heard of this artist, whatever. Let's see yeah. how they were, um, and it was. I mean, I wanted to talk to you after the show because you seemed cool and down to earth. And yeah, I'll be thanks. honest, there was. One or two people up there that I was like, what a fucking douchebag, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe it was just too strong of a personality. Maybe they were nervous. I the fifth yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> but uh, but I, that's what it's for, yeah. is to, like, kind of yeah. s- see what's up. Yeah. And, and after, uh, like, hearing you talk, I was like, oh, she seems, like, humble and cool. Yeah. I want to talk to her after. Well, you know what the thing was that I felt during that during that thing is that, after a little while, it felt like trying to sell themselves or something. You yeah. know, like what I mean. Like, yeah. look at me, and I'm like, okay, I'm. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just joke around a bit. And, yeah. You know, yeah. make it a little bit easygoing, and um, it's definitely different personalities. But also, like, you don't really know at that point what you're gonna expect either. You yeah. know what the questions are gonna be, how right. they're gonna, you know, like uh, display you. You know, so maybe it's just nerves. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll give everyone, yeah, you know, a second you know? <laughs> chance, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it is what it is. Yeah, it is know? what it is. But, it, yeah, it was definitely, I always feel like that, you know. I feel like uh, there's a lot of 
artists that have maybe a bigger ego about it. You yeah. know, for me, I just really enjoy what I do. Yeah. And um, I, I think that the way that I got into tattooing has a lot to do with that. You know, I was a, a child psychologist before I started tattooing. Right. We, we, that's what you went to school for, right? Yeah, that's what I yeah. went to school for. And I worked with uh, young people in prisons and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like a high-stress environment with, like, kids. They didn't want to get help. You mm -hmm. know, they're like, whatever. I already yeah. did everything wrong. And, you know... Uh, and then I got sick for a while. I had Lyme disease. So uh, they told me I could never work again, and it was over, and that's it. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening. I'm 23, <laughs> you know? Like, I still have my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I think I, I hit rock bottom at that point, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get better, and I want to do something that's fun. It's going to make me happy, and it's going to make other people happy, and that's it, you know? I don't care what it is, if there's money or no, like, I don't care. I just want to do something fun. And maybe because of that, like, building the way up to getting into tattooing, it's different. Yeah. You know, for me, it's just a fun thing to do. And um, I think I'm very critical of myself, so maybe that's why, you know, like, I, I want to keep from, uh, improving and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, um, and I always did, you know, compare my work with the best artists out there. So, you know, you, you do get that comp competition yeah. feeling and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it is art, you know, it's making people happy. It's like telling their story in their, in their work in in your work. Um, so to have a whole ego about that is a little strange to me. Yeah. You know, like, why just do you like that's enough? I know. I mean, I I understand. Like, I try not to hold it against people. Mm -hmm. I can see how it, it's there. You know, yeah. like a lot of people, uh, especially like us that have been tattooing for long enough to see the change. Mm -hmm. It kind of was nothing. You weren't really going to make money. You were doing yeah. it because you love it. And yeah. then the industry changed, right? So yeah. it's a lot of these people. Just your money now. Like. Yeah, bro. Like, it's a lot of these people yeah. that kind of maybe were doing nothing or not much or just in it for love. And it's yeah. like, boom, yeah. shot up. Yeah. Right? And then you have these conventions. All of a sudden, there's this, yeah. like, thing. And everyone's like, oh, you're the best. You're the best. You're yeah. the best. It's yeah. easy to, like, fall victim to that, you know? I guess so. Yeah, it depends on personality, I guess. Right. Uh, like, what kind well, of stuff? I mean, like think about some of the personalities that are in the industry. Yeah. Like, of course yeah. they're going to fall victim to For it. Sure. They were doing that before <laughs> they even started tattooing, you know? But, For so, sure. Yeah, but, there's definitely people. But I, I, I get it, and I, I like your story, because it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you know, you, you grew up, you went to school, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You got sick. All of a sudden, you know, there's some time to reflect and and reevaluate. Yeah, exactly. What do you want? And you're kind of yeah. like, fuck this. I'm going to do what I love. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. And and that's like what inspired it because like I love this. Yes. Some yeah. of us come into the industry because it's our only choice yeah. or we don't want to get a real job yeah. or like <laughs> yeah, different yeah, motives, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that's going to, yeah, that's going to not be fun if you think it's not a real job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
don't know if I, I feel like yeah. a lot of people that I like came up with or uh, did my apprenticeship with, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I just didn't want to get a real job. Like that was their yeah. answer. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I fucking dropped out of college. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever it is. <laughs> dropped out of art school. Or and whatever. now it ends up you doing like social media and all mm-hmm. of that. Like, and I wanted to seven. touch on something that I saw on your website that I thought was super cool where you broke down how much time actually goes into one tattoo. I, think I so, thought yeah. that that was the cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it? I didn't actually. I read so, the bio. But. I did. So, yeah. I mean, if you care to go like just like between the drawing time, the prep time, the research yeah. time, like this eight hour tattoo ends up taking 22, 24 yeah, hours out of your day time. between posting. Yeah. and. Well, that's what, something that I wanted to show people like, especially my clients, you know, because people wonder sometimes why it costs this much, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like it should have a balance on, you know, the stuff that they're paying for as well. Uh, and I have a little bit of a different work method, I think, than other people, uh, or than most, I think, is that, you know, I do a video call first, mm-hmm. they fill out the form on my website, then I do a video call, the video call is about 20 to 30 minutes, and then they get an email with everything that we discussed and the pricing and the booking and, like, all the information. And then I start with, like, an first I'll have, like, an informational research, you know, because I have a lot of people that want symbolism in their tattoos. So they'll give me a story about maybe some, a loved one who died or but have had, like, a, a profession or something like that, you know. I'll, I'll rather put something from that person into the tattoo that remembers good times mm-hmm. instead of them dying, you know? Um, or they like a certain flower, but it's in spring, so what kind of flowers go with that in spring as well? So there's more informational research, and then I start designing, um, which I start about two months prior to the appointment. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so I have, like, a process I go through... Yeah. And I usually I still change the design like three times because I'm not happy with it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that for if I do like a day session of seven hours, I have at least four, time, four times the amount of prep, prep mm-hmm. time into that session. You know, so, uh, yeah, that's a lot different than, than from coming in, mm-hmm. drawing, and then designing, uh, and then to doing right away, you know. So... I wanted to share that with people to make them understand my train of thought, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and also a reason why my deposit is higher, you know. Yeah. And you can't just change everything. Mm-hmm. Certain small things, of course, we yeah. can change it on the day. It's no problem, you know. But if they're going to be like, oh, I want flowers. And then the next day, like, I thought about or, or at the day of the appointment, or they're tiger. like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'll just totally something different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then a new down payment has to be made, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I, I have a thing I would like to be very organized. So, yeah, I want to give my clients the most information that I can for them to understand the process mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it was a really cool breakdown. You, like, broke down, like, um, editing and posting, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's, like... Yeah. No, it makes well. it made you. It made me realize that wow, seven hour tattoo takes yeah. me twenty two hours yeah. to actually do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not and just like those the clients hours. don't really realize that until they're shown. And I thought that that was super cool. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Have you had clients reach out about that specifically and 
and said something like, oh, I didn't realize that this yeah. makes a lot more sense. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Like, I did not realize that post was so important to people Yeah, until yeah. I did it. And then everybody, like, emails, messages, mm-hmm. it just started flowing in, like, yeah. oh, my God. And the same with the setup video. I didn't mm-hmm. know if you saw that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a setup video, and it mm-hmm. went viral, which is nice, but it also kind of sucks because yeah. it's a setup video, mm-hmm. and it's not, like, not a tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you, you know, like, also because of that one, like, so many people are like, oh, my God, you do that every day mm-hmm. before we come in? How long does that like, take? Yeah, yeah exactly, because the setup is, like, an hour mm-hmm. by itself, Yeah, you oh, know? Wow. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. I'm like, yeah, I'm working with, a like, a color palette of usually, like, 30 to 35 Colors. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped doing color. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking deal with that. I'm shit. colorblind. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I tell yeah, my clients I'm colorblind. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I That's thought you only did color, man. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like blacks, whites. Yeah. Some grays. Dark gray, light yeah. gray. Seal deal with Sanoderm. This is the shit right here. This is the only tattoo aftercare product I use on my clients. If they walk out the door without it, I don't feel safe. I don't know about you if you care about your tattoos at all you need to use this product it's easy to apply it's comfortable to wear it's it it can heal anything this shit can heal anything you've seen the videos use code unemployable for 20 percent off <laughs> see that's really interesting yeah. to me because i feel like i've spent my whole career trying to uh minimize those things yeah and fit them into a schedule yeah, you know, like I I also do that. I'm ve- I'm very particular about those things, but still, it's nice though. You know, like good or bad, I don't know, but like yeah. cutting, trimming things out. Yeah, you know, and True. maybe because I just will wake up and draw for that day. Yeah, and it's a very like intense pressure. You know, yeah. like my girl knows between seven in the morning and 10, stay the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a nice person. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, right, right, right. But I've always wondered like, is that the best? Is that the, be- I think it depends on the individual, but yeah. I, you know, I'm always asking myself, is this the best way? Should I try a different way? Should I try yeah. doing things before? Should I not work under this pressure all the time? I don't know. Mm. I think that's exactly it. For me, the pressure, yeah. too much. Yeah. You know, I can change small things about the design, but to have to do the full design and then do the design until I like it, like, that's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because I feel like it has to be the right composition, the right colors, the right tones, the right story, the right, like, yeah. it has to fit the body part. It, you know, like, to do that in the morning, I... Yeah, that's good on you, man. I can, I can <laughs> do well, that. It's, it's interesting, too, because you know, I was just doing a guest spot, and there was a bunch of artists at Freehand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, also. And uh, yeah. no prep. <laughs> no yeah. reference. No, no reference. fucking reference. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. I'm, like, doing uh, one of the castle tattoos, and one of the artists is, like, oh, did you use a stencil? And I'm like, yeah. Well, first off, it's like this big, and there's like a million fucking lines, lines, you know? And he's like, I think you should freehand that. Yeah. And I'm like, I think you should fuck off. (laughs) No, no, no. But it was like a real, uh, that wasn't it at all. I I was like, you know what? Maybe like you're right. And we like sat and talked about the benefits of of freehand. And like you can just see it in his work. Um, 
you know, Alexi does these owls. Uh, they're yeah, beautiful, and they're just flowing with the body, yeah. and you know. So I'm always trying yeah. to like see different people's approaches, and and what's gonna I'm gonna take that suggestion. Yeah. I'm gonna try to freehand some of these castles. Yeah. I'll probably do it on like Cam or Logan because I'll probably fuck up, you yeah. know. So and who cares which, about which that? leg, man? <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, but it's it's really I think impressive it's to see. Yeah, yeah. Richie Lucero does that as well. Like he yeah. just. A dragon or something, and he's just like, yeah. What are you doing? Right. Like, holy shit! You know, it's yeah. They so ask impressive. their client like two. They're like, where you want the head? Where you want the tail? How big? Yeah. Like, All right, we're good. <laughs> and then they just do it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's so impressive. I think that maybe for my style, it wouldn't really work yeah. that good. But um, yeah, I, I, I think it is definitely about uh, uh, organizing and and which. Normally we all suck at, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, this is one of the reasons why I created the singer storage, for example. You right. know, because like. Well, tell I, us about that. Tell, let's not skip okay. over it quick. Yeah. So um, I was super annoyed by the boxes and the needles because right. uh, I'm sponsored by Quadron. Right. And the boxes still, yeah, they all look the same, <laughs> you know. And then in the morning you're like taking out your needles and you know like you open boxes or they're like empty and you didn't realize it and you order too late or you know you're going through the boxes and you pick up the same box four times like I don't know <laughs> if it was just me but <laughs> yeah. it was a mess and I was like okay there, this is annoying me I, I, and it takes too much time like I want my setup to be as easy as possible because I'm working with a big color pal- palette so it already takes more time. Um, and then I was like trying to create stuff. So I made like this big wooden box, uh, first and I was like, this is going to work, but it didn't because the needles (laughs) got stuck and Mm. they just hang in there. I'm like, okay, it didn't work. I'm like, okay, I'll make one out of plexiglass. Um, I don't know if you ever tried gluing plexiglass, but like, they're not really, they're super slippery and like they move and yeah, it was a joke. Uh, so it took me about three years to like uh, inquire with companies to see what was possible, uh, and the first quotes I got was like fourteen hundred, twelve hundred, a thousand per piece. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna work, yeah. you know. Um, so then I had to outsource it to multiple companies. One to make the molds, one to do the hood. Like, did you already have like the blueprint at this point? Uh, or not I was exactly? still working on it. Okay, but like the 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 general idea. General idea I had, uh, you know, it had to be smooth surface, easy to clean. Yeah. Um. So with the stinger storage, they're they're modules, so you can take out each module. You can just dishwash it, you know. Nice. So it has to be easy to clean because it's yeah. in the shop, of course. And easy to use, so yeah, it took it took a while, but now I'm I'm happy that we have it. You and know? how big is it? Uh, so one has five modules. Yeah. So because I did like talk to all my friends, artists. Yeah. I'm like, how many configurations do you use? You know, and most they said like between three and five. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do five modules in one cabinet. But then on the back, there's, like, these little hexagon plates, which you can adjust one, uh, uh, adjust the, the um, location, and then you can connect another. Nice. Mm-hmm. So at the end, if you want to have, have 15 or 20 yeah. or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can just, like, it seamlessly uh, goes together. So essentially, it's, uh, like, cartridge dispenser. Yeah. 
And then is it something that goes in your drawer? You hang on the wall. Uh, you can hang wall. it on a wall. Nice. Because I think that's easier because yeah. we have a lot of shit everywhere. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you just hang them on the wall. Uh, you can also like put them on a, a table or something like that. But right. I think it's easier, you know, uh, to take off the hood and everything that it doesn't tip. You know, yeah. uh, better to keep it on the wall. Uh, yeah. So as easy Very as cool. possible. Yeah. A lot of people ask about my setup and the ink I use. All I use is Allegory ink. We have the white, the black, and the ultra black. This is my total setup right here. Get yours at allegoryinc.com. We got a discount code for you, unemployable for 20% off all their ink. Again, allegoryinc.com. Yeah. How long you been using it now? Uh, when did I have it? 19 we launched it yeah wasn't the best time just before COVID. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh so and they have it uh we have um bishop uh and eternal um uh, as resellers i saw that you were oh, working nice. with nexus yes, to get that going. Nexus, mm -hmm. and we have magic moon in europe nice. so uh my own website is currently offline Okay. But we do have an Instagram, so okay. people can still DM me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, moving to the U.S., I did not have time for that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little busy. So you have done a couple products. So you've done this mm -hmm. one as well, pillow yeah. pillowcases. Yeah, the pillowcases. Okay. What's the newest product? Uh, the pillowcases. That's the, that's the, the newest. So thing. how did that come, come to play, come into play? Um, so I think the the idea behind it is that, you know, I feel that uh, maybe this is my psychology background, but uh, I once had a teacher and he told me, like, I need to uh, appreciate myself more and see more beauty, you know? So he gave me an assignment and he said, like, you have to stand in front of the mirror every morning and you have to name one thing of yourself that you find beautiful. I was like, well, that's going to be short. You know? <laughs> like, I'll just name three things, three days, and be done with it. He's like, no, nah, I have to do it like 100 days. I'm like, 100 days? Like, and I did take it serious, yeah. and I had no idea why he made me do it, so I was kind of annoyed by it. But at the same time, I did it. And sometimes I would stand there like for 10 minutes, like, really? Yeah. I'm done, you know? Because it had to be a new thing yeah. every day. And I did keep on doing it, and I, I noticed that my state of mind started to change because I started to look at things to find beauty instead of, like, mm. talk shit about, you know, the way that you look or the way that you feel or stuff like that. So that's what I've been doing with tattoos, kind of. You know, I've been noticing that a lot of people, they want to look at themselves in a positive way, you know, and when they have beautiful tattoos it changes the way that they look at their body. Yeah. Because now they're looking at their body like, oh, look at this. Oh, it looks so nice, you know? So it makes them happy. Um, and that's how I feel with, with home decor, you know? I always try to make my house like this zen kind of sanctuary mm -hmm. that everything that I see makes me happy, you yeah. know? Even if yeah. it's a memory or, you know, like, whatever. I, I try to keep work away as far as possible, you know, so that you don't look at something and you're like, oh, I need to do this, yeah. or, oh, shit, I have to go there, um, blah, blah, blah. Lists with stuff that I they, they have to do. 
So that's how I came up with Be Zenity, and that's my newest project. So I'm going to have, like, a, a, a it's a new brand slash web shop, I guess. The first things that I made was pillowcases. Yeah. So my art is on them. They're, like, a velvet feel. Right. And I wanted to do something different than, you know, I've done prints and, and shirts mm. and, and that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, we, I, I need to do something new, you know. So that's why pillowcases, because I just cool. like the comfiness at home mm -hmm. and i want to build on that so well, it could be nice in the shop too like yeah, you have yeah, couches sure. yeah. Say, yeah. yeah right mm -hmm. yeah so yeah some some home decor do you, you will we see more stuff like that coming out you think yes bed right. sheets yes i need a blanket i need a laney b blanket yes <laughs> shower curtains i mean the everything list Ooh, shower curtains a good yeah. one right? man yeah. yeah i'm working on throw blankets from oh, the couch nice. Bedding sets, mm -hmm. like it's all in the works. So I'll be dropping new stuff as we go. For now, it's the two pillowcases. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which are sick. You guys yeah. should check them out for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of the Unemployable Podcast. We have the Unemployable t shirt. It's okay. Also, we have a variety of other clothing on the Model Citizen Apparel. Dot com. You can even use discount code CAMSUCKS for 10% off. Why are you guys standing behind me? Lainey, thank you for joining us. Thank it was a so pleasure. Much. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for watching Unemployable Podcast, and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>